Welcome to the Who Asked Me podcast, a podcast about whatever I want it to be about. I'm your host, Zell, and every week I'll be talking to you about pop culture, reality TV, all the things in your life that made you happy, and some of them that even made you go, what? So sit back, relax, and have a laugh with me. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Who Asked Me podcast. Y'all already know, it's your host, me, Zell. Um, <laughs> we have some topics to get into this week. Like, it was back after back after back. I think only three things, but let's dive right into them. Oh, if you haven't noticed, this is a solo episode. Listen, y'all, we're just like on summer break, okay? It's very hard to book people right now. And because everybody's got their schedules moving, everybody's like, oh, I'm taking a break. Oh, I'm like on this vacation with my family, da, da, da. So these next couple episodes may just be solo episodes. I'm, I'm sorry if you don't, you know, like hearing just me when it's not just me anymore, I will let you guys know, you know, just check back here. But for now it is going to be just me. Um, I got a couple messages and this is no shade to these people. I'm I'm not being, you know, rude or funny or anything like that. A couple of people were suggested guests that they would like for me to have on. And most of y'all, I I don't know if I'm flattered because I don't know who you how like how big or how who you think I am that those some of those people that you mentioned know who the fuck I am cuz I'm here to tell you they don't. <laughs> okay? Um you know, it's not that I have not reached out. I've tried to have some Bravo people on my podcast. I've reached out um, a few times, tried to have Shanice from Summer House Martha's Vineyard on, um, a couple other people. And, you know, the thing is, Shanice answered me and she said yes, but of course, you have to book through their Bravo people. And the issue for me was getting those people to answer me. It didn't work out, whatever, it's fine. Um, some of them are like other big podcasters. Um, a lot of you want to hear me with Pet Shop Boy. I love Pet Shop Boy. That account is so funny to me. B is hilarious. B does not know who I am. We don't, we don't know each other like that. Um, doesn't follow me, anything like that. We've had a few Twitter, Twitter interactions, but that's just that like Twitter interactions. He has one of the biggest Twitters like in this Bravo space. I would love to have him on, but he, he doesn't know who I am. You know what I mean? So yeah, I hopefully I'm working my way up to get on bigger podcasts and be able to, you know, rub elbows with those people. But that's not where I'm at right now. I, (laughs) you know what I mean? Um, As far as having, you know, people that don't share the same opinions as me, I, I don't really know where, when I have guests on, sometimes I don't know where they're falling. But if they have the same opinion as me, I don't, I, you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, it's going to be some solo episodes. I will not have an episode next weekend um, because I will be back in St. Louis next weekend. I leave next Thursday. So I won't um, be having any new episodes. But after that, I'm pretty sure Hannah, Hannah A. Brown from the You Know You Love Us podcast is going to come on. And we are going to do some talking not only about like the shows, the reality shows that we watch, but we're me and her both are like huge into like rom-coms, smut all of the things. And we're both obsessed with the summer I turned pretty. And we're so deep into it now because the season started, I think we got the first three episodes last week. 
Um, so yeah, she's going to come on and we're going to talk about that. So yeah, that's, uh, kind of how the next few weeks are going to be looking, but let's get into the news, <laughs> the hot tops for this week. First things first, my girly Ariana Grande is getting divorced from that real estate agent. <laughs> I was not shocked. I mean, not shocked at all. I remember when she married him, I was like, oh, kind of like that girl. I don't know who the fuck that is. That blonde girl that's all like her reactions are all over the internet. And she's like, oh, that was me. I was like, okay. A cute wedding dress. Love that short veil. Very Ariana Grande, um, you know, esque. But yeah, I knew she was going to divorce that man. Mm-hmm. But the real tea apparently is that she's now apparently now dating her wicked co-star who last time anybody checked was married with a kid i have not heard that confirmed nor denied um apparently mister put his instagram account on private and <laughs> i said oh he wasn't ready for this listen i'm I, as long as the album slaps as long as the album slaps. I love Ariana Grande. Y'all have heard me talk about it on here um, a couple times. I would, I don't pay to see many artists. Like I will, I will be seeing Beyonce. My, my date is like a month from now. What's today? The 20th. So my date is the 25th of August, end of August. I will be in Vegas. I'm so excited, but Obviously, I'm going to Beyonce. Love her. Duh. Um, I would pay for Ari to go see Ariana Grande. I would pay to go to an Ariana Grande concert. I love her music. I love her music. Please don't talk to me about, you know, the politics of it all and how deep her tan used to be. I'm just I'm just listening to the tunes. Okay, please let me enjoy the tunes because I love her music. But I'm happy for Mama. Um, we know she's a serial monogamist. Mon- monog- monogamous y'all I have to slow down when I'm talking I was looking at video from me performing one of my stand-ups and I was like god damn I talk so fast um but happy for mama as long as she's happy next Jordan Woods and Kylie Jenner were spotted together okay I wasn't shocked by that. I am one of the people that is of the belief that they've been friends for a long time. I don't think that they ever really fell out like that. I don't think that they ever really like stopped being friends. I think now they're just making it public. And I think now they're probably trying to cover something else up knowing that fucking family. Who knows? Um, you know, everybody was like, whoa, whoa, I think that they've been cool. So that's that on that. And then lastly, Sofia Vergara and Joe Maganello are breaking up. Now that I was shocked by. But then I found out it's because apparently Sofia Vergara doesn't want kids. Listen, I, Kara Berry said this and I am on the same fucking page as her. It is so annoying to me when people get married and they're not on the same page about things like children what are what what you have to go into that into marriage with the same belief now here's what i'm gonna say about that joey joe fine as you are i need to know why you didn't know that sophia didn't want kids because i feel like i knew that she's literally still in a legal in a legal battle with her ex over embryos so it if I'm fighting this one back here for my embryos, why would I then have a baby with you? 
And then her other son, her son is like grown, grown. I'm pretty sure. Like he's like 18, 19, something like that. Like, Joe, did you think you could change her? I don't know. But mama was on Instagram shaking her booty, taking shots. I don't know if she was actually taking shots. She was like eating a watermelon in a bikini looking fine as fuck. And that lady that was on that show with her, Modern Family, Julie, was like, oh, this is what single, fine, flirty, fun looks like. I said, oh, God damn, they done, done. Damn. But yeah. The hits keep hitting. Apparently, Megan and Harry are splitting up. I don't know what, if I believe that or not. I don't know. I don't know. You know, people just be saying things when it comes to them. But that's all the tops this week. Oh, no. I want to talk to y'all about Miranda Lambert. <laughs> because I need... Oh, I also... Let me just continue on what I was doing. Miranda Lambert. So these women... We're at her show. They're fans of hers. They're taking a picture like people do at concerts. Okay. Miranda Lambert stops the show. Literally says, I'm sorry. These girls are taking their selfie um, and it's distracting. We're here to listen to country music. Da, da, da. Miranda, 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 Miranda. I don't care how you feel about cell phones. I don't care how you feel about fucking technology. These people paid a lot of money to come see you. A lot of money to come see you. They want to take a picture and prove that they came in to see you. Memories, post on social media, whatever it may be. And did I miss something where you couldn't listen to music and take a picture at the same time? Did I miss that? And then, of course, all these other videos start surfacing. There's one, people were like tossing a beach ball around at her concert. And like, obviously we know there's been a lot of shit with people like throwing things on stage at artists, but it wasn't that like, you know how country concerts, not that I've ever been to one, but I've seen this. I worked at a country bar. Um, they'll just like, I don't know what that is, but they'll just throw a beach ball around and like toss it around and people will hit it. Things like that. It was one of those incidents instances, but she took out like, I don't know if it was a pocket knife or something and sliced the beach ball open when it landed on stage. I said, girl, girl, please. Do you need some Tito's to calm down, Miranda? I'm sorry. Like you, that's, it's giving uptight. It, it's giving uptight. Okay. Like she's like, we're not at the beach. We're here to listen to some damn country music. People like listening to country music at the beach, but okay. Okay. You know, whatever. <sighs> okay, let's get into the shows. I honestly cannot believe that I thought we were done with Hot Tops. We are not done with Hot Tops. <laughs> I had to spin the block really quickly. Um, I just realized we did not talk about the fight that occurred um, that we all saw on the internet last week at the Real, uh, Real Housewives of Potomac filming. Now, this fight did not take place like cameras weren't up during it and it wasn't any official cast members. It was Sesame street, Deborah. Okay. And, um, a new friend of now I need y'all to understand this. Deborah is not a friend of, she is not an official friend of, she is a friend of in the sense that she is friends of somebody who's on the show, like in a personal setting, but she is not an official friend of, of the show. She is a fucking hangers on. She, hangers on she irritates some piss out of me hanger on um from what we saw in the video and y'all know i am the unofficial stephen a smith of bravo tv reality tv fights i have 
I've reviewed the tapes. I have watched the playback. I have zoomed in. I have done a rewatch of this video multiple times just so I can get it from every angle. It seems that this is just what you see in the video. And then I'll uh, go over what was said to have led up to this. In the video, you see Candace's little cute self bopping pop, over in the corner, dancing, having a good time. Deborah throws a drink on her. And she is in, bet in between Candace and Deborah. It's Wendy, Wendy's friend that ends up getting into the fight. And then Deborah. Um, Deborah throws a drink, right? Over Wendy, over the friend. The friend is like, yo, don't do that. And like kind of pushes her back. Then Deborah throws, it's a napkin, a shoe, a something. And it hits this woman in the face, the friend of, the official friend of. And from there, we get to swinging, right? Um, Deborah was on the internet. I want to say like 20 minutes after we found out about this fight, there was like the longest Reddit, um, subreddit about like what actually happened. And the person is the person who the quote unquote, the person is saying that Deborah ate this girl up. But when the video footage came out, Deborah did not eat anything except for that floor, babes. Okay. And mind you, I've watched it multiple times. She did, she get, and then she put up a video too, where she's like playing with her hair. She's like, this is all my real hair. Girl, please. At your big grown black age, you are literally still being so anti-black saying, this is my real hair. Good for you. Good for you. You are literally, you, that's your real hair. You are on a cast full of women not wearing their real hair. Baby, get over it. That being your real hair does not fix that ugly spirit, okay? Um, did anybody get hit in the face? It did not seem like it from the video. Deborah did not get hit in the face. However, she did get that work done on her head. She had to have a fucking migraine. Had to have a fucking migraine afterwards. There's just no way. There's just no way she didn't, right? The gutter snipe of it all, though, is after Deborah throws the fucking drink, Candace picks up a bottle because she just feels it on her. She's like, what the fuck? Giselle immediately grabs the bottle. Ashley Darby's dumb ass is so concerned with Candace that she misses the fact that there's a whole fucking fight happening right behind her. And she looks like a, the scared kid on the football, on the peewee football team. And she's just like, uh, 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 legs are shaking. Then she finally re realizes fucking fight is happening. She turns around. She's like, get the fuck off of her. Get the fuck off of her. Girl, please step to the side. Cause the fight is already happening. The fight's already happening. Let me tell you this. As somebody who has witnessed plenty, many fights screaming, get the fuck off of somebody. It's not going to do anything. They're already fucking fighting. And as somebody who's been in fights, I could not tell you if anybody was screaming, get the fuck off of them and behind me. I couldn't tell you. Like, you're already in a fucking fight. I hate, I hate when people do that. I hate when people just start screaming like, get off, get off. That's not going to do anything. You need to pick something up if you really want to like stop this fight or you need to use your own strength. But like action, not words in this scenario. So there's another friend off to the side who everybody mistook mistook as Giselle. It is not Giselle. Um, and she grabs, grabs Wendy's friend's hair, the official friend of, right? And pulls her to the ground. And that is 
pretty much the end. Deborah tried to say that, wait until you see that floor work. I ate her ass up. Baby, as soon as y'all got onto the floor, you were, you were separated. Okay. It doesn't matter if you got like two or three hits in on that floor. Again, your head was probably pounding. Okay. So I guess Miss Mama had to go to the hospital when she got her hair pulled, when the other friend, and just so we're clear, if we're fighting one-on-one and then your friend jumps in, and even if she pulls my hair or jumps on me in any way, shape, or form to hit me in defense of you, that is now officially jumping me. That is now officially jumping me. I don't care what anybody says, okay? Um, but she got pulled to the floor. That, that get, Them getting pulled to the floor looked nasty. Like, they, they, that looked really bad. But they got up. You see also in another video... Mia goes like Deb Deborah got picked up, okay, and put up against a wall by a big security guard. Mia comes over and she's like, You need to calm your ass down. Mia was like, You need to calm your ass down. <sighs> Debbie goes, I didn't do anything. Now, baby, which one is it? Did you not do anything? Did you not do anything or did you eat her up? It can't be both. It cannot be both. Please be so for fucking real. Be so for fucking real. And you you actually did a lot because you threw the drink on Candace. We saw that. We synced it. What are you talking about? You didn't do anything. Um, Candace is screaming. She needs to fucking go. I couldn't quite make out what Karen said, but I do know that Karen did say at the end, like what all she said, but at the end she said she needs to go. Speaking of Deborah, um, I would not be surprised if they are like, like them as a whole, the, cast as a whole is like she cannot come around anymore honestly I don't think that she should be allowed around at all anymore period but I don't think that she really should have been allowed around after like her taking place in accusing Chris but last season but I will give you guys some tea that came into my dms okay again I have this is just tea that came into my dms I did not do any research on this because I don't give a fuck um but somebody slid in my dms said that they know her sister and that apparently allegedly she is trying to get on the show she wants to be on the show really badly because she needs money because she wants to leave her husband that's just what came into my dms okay allegedly allegedly i don't know if that's true or not but that's what i heard okay um next things next there was one more thing but oh fuck it y'all about to ruin this fucking season of vanderpump rules before it even comes out Y'all about to ruin this season of Vanderpump Rules before it even fucking comes out. Do you hear me? Do I need to repeat that again? Do I need to repeat that shit again? Because the way I'm irked, I'm irked already. They started filming last week, I believe. And there's been so many people around them with their phones, like filming on their phones, like behind the scenes footage of Sheena and Tom having heated arguments, all this stuff. Do we want to watch the show or no? Did we want to watch the fucking show or no? Okay. I don't need to see them filming a scene. All right. Oh, we, this post scandal all world. It's just, it's, it's ruined. It's ruined the show. Honestly, truly. If you want to get like down to it and be super fucking honest. Now, some of the cast went to everybody except for, um, Katie and Ariana went to Lake Tahoe. And I guess Rachel finally signed her contract. Yeah. Her name's Rachel again. You blah, blah, blah. 
I don't know why she needed to come back because all she's going to do is like grovel and try to like rehab her image. And it's not like Rachel was like a key character anyways. Like before we found out she was sleeping with Scandaval, it's not like we were like, oh, she's so groundbreaking and compelling. Like we were like, oh, Rachel's on. Let's go get um, a re-up of wine, right? But most of the cast besides those people were in Lake Tahoe filming something for Lisa. Lisa opened something, I think, or had an event. I don't know. And they posed for a picture with fans. Sheena is standing next to Tom Sandoval. The way the internet went wild today, and I'm I'm so sick. I'm so sick of people. People were like, people are being nice to Tom. Sheena's gonna forgive him. Baby, Sheena got a baby to feed. She sure got a baby to feed. She got a man at home. She has to work. She is getting off her fucking ass into working. That is a fan picture. She literally stood, it was line up, take this picture for these people and go. Like people are think piecing it. And I cannot believe like this is where we are. This is where we are. Y'all take the fun out of fucking everything. Not y'all, but like people. Um, and then I guess Raquel dropped Rachel, whatever we call her, dropped the dog, Graham, the badass dog, Graham at, um, at a shelter and Lisa Vanderpump got notified very Lucy, Lucy, apple juice. And, um, then they gave the dog to James. I don't know what happened there. I don't care. I do not care. I, that story was not confirmed nor denied. We just know that Graham is back with James and the dog is bad. I hope they dropped him off at Camp Bow Wow for some proper training on the way back to LA from Lake Tahoe. That's all I got to say about that. Okay, we're going to take a break and then we'll get into the shows. Okay, let's start with Real Housewives of Atlanta. Um, What happened? What happened? First of all, the ladies had a little brunch hosted by Ralph and Drew at their home. Um, I got on a Twitter and I saw a particularly disturbing picture for my eyeballs personally, which is Ralph in some type of chef's apron with his muscles popping and like everybody was going wild. Dr. Heavenly commented on it and was like, oh, hey, daddy. And I was like, please, no, please, no. I don't like, I'm not going to sit here. <clears throat> oh my God. I'm not going to sit here and say that Ralph isn't fine. He is. I have eyeballs. But he's just, when I look at him and when he opens his mouth, I hear lies, deceit, just fallacies. And I don't like it. Okay. But they, the guys cook, the husbands cook a uh, brunch for the women. And, you know, they talk about their upcoming trip to, where are they going? Costa Rica? Panama? I sound like, no, I don't sound like Drew. Drew didn't even realize she had been to Africa, but that's in here nor there. They went somewhere, Puerto Rico. I can't remember. They went somewhere out of the country. That is a long flight, right? Um, we find out that this Roy guy that Kenya is talking to dating was in Marlo's DMs. Okay. Here's my thing about this. For me, that seems like a red flag because it, it feels like one, he might have a black woman fetish Two. It feels like he is trying to get with a woman of like, that's on either on the show or like of certain, like it, who's, you know, in the limelight, you know? Um, and that's why I was kind of like, uh, however, Kenya claims that she knew she was like, yeah, I know they went on a one date. Thanks for teaching him what not to do. I, as much as I love shade, as much as I love shade, sometimes we can sit some things out. 
Like sometimes we can sit some things out. We don't always have to throw the shade. Okay. And Marlo's just like, okay, now Marlo and Sonia, I feel like personally made a bigger deal about this later on in the episode than needed to be because she's like, oh, we always have to talk about, oh, where's your man? Where's your man? Blah, blah, blah. But she's mad that I, she, I can't remember what they were saying exactly, but they're saying insinuating that Kenya was upset that Marlo at one point talked to Roy. Marlo was not upset. She wasn't upset at all. Or did I say Marlo? Ken, Kenya wasn't upset at all. Kenya wasn't upset that she had talked to Roy in the past. Like, I don't, I was like, this is a reach, but okay. Um, those two, I need one of them gone next season. I'm sorry. Actually, I need multiple people gone from the show next season, but we won't get into that right now. Um, so the women are go, oh, <laughs> backtrack. We find out about that little thousand dollar lawsuit. I forgot about that from that chef. I remember when it came out in the media, but I had completely forgotten about that chef that came forward and said that she cooked for Drew's family and that they refused to pay her da, 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 and that she was suing them for a thousand dollars. They spoke on that. And Sheree, of course, uses it later on in the episode to try and throw shade. And it is a failed attempt. Um, they travel. They have a very long travel day to one of the countries that I mentioned um, because Sheree is on a healing journey of her own. OK, I really hope that healing journeys are not going to be a new Bravo trope like 60s flapper parties. Um, Candy is a better person than me, because when I tell you I would have missed my flight if I had food poisoning. If I could not keep it like down and it was coming out of both ends, I would have been like, I'm going to have to reschedule my flight. I will meet you guys at a different time because there's just no way. Let me tell, let me tell you something. When I was going flying to Tulum, what was that last, almost two years ago, last January, random, it's like a four hour flight from St. Louis, randomly, super randomly out of nowhere, my stomach started hurting. And it was super weird because I hadn't eaten anything that day. Like it was an early flight, probably like 8 or 9 a.m. I hadn't eaten anything that day. So it was really bizarre when I was like sitting there and I was like, hold on, what is that? And at first, we're going to get a little, not super gross or TMI, but at first I thought I just had to fart. And I was like, I'm not an asshole. I'm not going to fart on a plane. So I like went to the bathroom to, you know, do that. And then I was like, oh, 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 oh. You know, when you have like the one fart and you're like, wait a minute, are you like, you're talking to your stomach. You're like, wait a minute. Are you about to, you about to act up right now? So then I'm going to take my time, line the toilet because I'm not sitting on public toilets, especially in the airplane. And I sat down in like, it was an issue. I was like, uh, they, this is so embarrassing. But there was a fucking line by the time I came out of the bathroom. There were people waiting on me. And I had to look somebody in the face. As soon as I opened the door, they like, I could tell the smell hit them. And they were like, whoa. But it was so random. And like, it was bad because it was one of those when like the back of my neck got hot. And like, I got really hot. Yeah. So that was my experience. I didn't realize until then that taking a shit, getting sick on a plane is one place that I never want to have that. So Candy is better than me. I just simply would not have. And you know what I found weird about this flight that they took? Wherever they went, even though the place is escaping me right now, it was a long flight, I believe. One of them had on, one or a couple of them had on a full, like full faces of makeup. 
I was like, what are y'all doing right now? Ain't, ain't no way. Anyway, I don't wear makeup on planes. I don't know what it is. I feel like whenever I get on a plane, I feel like a breakout is coming. So I do, I'm huge on skincare, right? Um, so, and I wipe down everything on a plane around me. I really do. And then like, I refuse to touch my face if, even by accident. But I was like, why do y'all have this, these full beats, lined lips, lip gloss on? Having lip gloss on on a plane is the last place I don't have lip gloss on. Oh my God. But anyways, they get there. People are throwing shots. Marlo talking about this is, these are accommodations. This is how you book a stay. Not like what we had in Birmingham. I know they're staying at a resort. I know you are not comparing a fucking resort in a tropical area, tropical country to Birmingham, Alabama. Do they even have five-star hotels in Birmingham, Alabama? Like, we gotta be serious. We gotta be serious. Like I said, not all shade needs to be thrown. Not all shade needs to be thrown because sometimes you sound stupid. Sometimes you sound stupid. I bet you had the nicest hotel that Birmingham, Alabama had to fucking offer. Okay? So then they go and they sit down and have dinner, right? And Drew tries to tell Sheree that her feelings were hurt by the, I guess, Sheree had spoken about the lawsuit somewhere, somewhere, somewhere along the way. And (sighs) Sheree cannot argue this woman, anything, any funny, memorable line Sheree has said on this show has been by accident, just so we're clear. And now she just spends most of her time trying to repeat her shady moments and give us more iconic ones but she fails each and every fucking time um sheree is like oh it doesn't feel good does it because you talked about she by sheree and um me getting or me taking the clothes back now sheree says one of the another stupid thing that she shouldn't ever let it come out of her mouth she says if all of the women agreed they said yes somebody did actually come up behind us afterwards and collect our stuff and tell us what we could and could not take cut to marlo giving a fucking dumb ass confessional with a she by sheree who gonna check me boo shirt and she by sheree hat with that fucking jeffree star star on it and but all of the other women are like no we did get some of our stuff taken blah blah sheree literally says well if somebody came and took that stuff it that ain't got nothing to do with me you know what sheree maybe this is why you haven't turned to fucking profit Maybe this is why you haven't turned a profit because listen to what you just said. You said that you gifted all of this merch to your castmates, right? And then somebody who apparently works for you, because that's what they said, came back and collected all of it and took it from them. And that has nothing to do with you. Baby, that has everything to do with you. That has everything to do with you. So either you're accusing somebody that works for you of being a fucking thief, you're admitting that, or you're lying. Which one is it? Dumb, dumb. I'm sorry. I was like, really? That ain't got nothing to do with you? So then Drew gets like super fucking emotional. And I'm wondering like if this is around the time that like Ralph shit started. I mean, Ralph shit is always going on, just so we're clear. But I'm wondering if this is the time when Ralph stuff really started happening because like it, it is kind of weird that she's like crying like this. Um, she has to excuse herself. Sheree's still on her like, oh, I bet she don't like it. That's why she talked about me. And it's like, girl, let it go. Let the mouse go. 
Okay. Kenya's over here disengaging. Like it's just, <laughs> it's a mess. And so like Drew is outside boo fucking healing. Sheree goes out to try and talk to her and that's the end of the episode. Y'all, when Andrew Cohen said that maybe some other franchises will be getting rebooted, I hope they meant this one. It's hard to watch Atlanta like this. It really is. It, it really, really is. Um, but that's it on that. Let's get into the new Roni. Okay. Okay. I can't speak. And I'm not really recording that. Okay. So we got the premiere of the new Roni. Now I did not do a TikTok review on the premiere just because I wanted to enjoy it. I really wanted to take it in, but more people messaged me than I even thought would. And were like, wait a minute, are you not reviewing the new Roni? Of course I'm reviewing it. I just really wanted to take it in, watch it, enjoy it for what it was and like really get a feel of the women. And honestly, I don't have much dissecting to do quite yet because of the women. Now, next week we are going to be doing our recaps, but, um, of it and everything's going to be fair game. I just really, cause I, I had a feeling of who I was going to like and who I, you know, might feel iffy about. And so I just wanted to see if that were true. And I pretty much was spot on about how I felt about everybody. I loved the premiere. I will tell you this. I love the premiere. It's something about it felt good. It felt right. You know, um, Cheesegate, perfect, perfect little, um, you know, argument to start out with. Even them bleeping out the restaurant. Like, who are they talking about? Who are they not talking about? Apparently, they're talking about catch. Okay. And like, I was like, oh, God, I feel so just not hip because, guys, we ate at catch on my bachelorette party um, on the first night. And it was so good. And granted, this is in Vegas, but it was so good. I loved that restaurant. I loved Catch. <laughs> I was like, no, like, is it really like not hip to be a Catch? I don't know. Whatever. I mean, next time I go to Vegas, which is next month, if we go, we go. I don't give a fuck. But um, yeah, so I thought it was great. I do love Jenna Lyons, like I thought. Something about her just reads so cool. So fucking cool, right? So I really was a big fan of her. I'm, I love to, like, I'm re really interested to see the rest of her story. Um, <clears throat> This is probably going to be unpopular. It's not that, because I don't dislike anybody yet. I don't know them enough to dislike them. I'm not as big of a Bryn fan as everyone else is. Everyone's like, she's the star, she's the star, she's the star. And I, th I think she's going to be great on the show. I just could see where she's going to get on my nerves a little bit. Right. But I think she's, per I think all of them are perfect for the show. And then my only other one that I think may make my fucking ass itch really truly is Aaron. I think she may make my fucking ass itch because she spent like half the episode saying like, Oh, I'm going to pull her up on it. I'm going to pull her up on it. Oh, like I'm going to let her know I'm a true New Yorker. I'm a true New Yorker. And then when she tells Bryn to get up and Bryn's like, I don't want to get up and fucking talk to you. Like when they're at Jenna's party, she's like, what do you think I'm going to do? Pop you in the fucking face. I'm like, I'm pretty sure earlier you did say like you were going to pull her up on it and you were going to get like in her face and shit. So like, I don't know why you're sitting here talking about what do you think I'm going to do? Pop you in your face. You were talking big shit. Like you were talking big shit. And I'm sorry, Bryn just seems like a person that like you can't take very seriously. You know what I mean? Like she might be your friend and you're just like, she is a friend that I expect to flake she that's what she gives me a friend that I expect to flake on people so I would just be like oh okay now apparently they like 
ed- completely edited that. I think that her name was Lizzie um, woman out the one that Brynn and her got into it. Some anti-Semitic stuff was said, some racist stuff was said, and she decided to leave the show. And I guess she's a Zionist. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I, so when I found that out, I know what that means a little bit, like, but I'm not, I still don't fully, I don't fully grasp it because when I was looking, and I'm, I'm just being honest here. Okay. I, when I looked things up and I was like researching it on why that's super bad, I, it it wasn't giving me what I like, I wasn't fully grasping why that was so like such a not okay thing to be. If I'm being very honest, um, again, I got like, when I was doing my research, I got like kind of a surface level explanation, but I also got the other like side of people explaining like why people may be Zionists and things like that. So I don't know. I was, I was very truly confused. I know that I saw a lot of, um, talk on the internet about people or people saying like, that's not okay. Like she needed to get the fuck out of there anyways. Can't believe they cast her things like that. So, I mean, it seems like it was a good decision. I have a lot of learning to do on that subject still. Um, so yeah, but everyone's like, I'm interested to see how they like edit around her because she did film for the first, um, however long, but yeah, I think, I think it shows promise. I think I'm really going to enjoy this season. It's good to see them back in New York. Honestly, it, it really is. Um, I also really like Sai. I follow her on TikTok. I didn't realize that. I think just because I saw that's the, yeah, that's the content creator one. I think because I had seen, she did like an outfit or something that I liked. And so I had just followed her in general. And then when they announced the Roni cast, I went to like look up their social media and I saw that I already followed her and I was like, oh, um, but yeah, Jenna Lyons and Sai, I want their closets. I want, I want them to style me. I want it all. I want it all. Okay. So yeah, that's, that's all I have on Roni for now. I'm so, I'm so excited. I really am. Um, and then let's get into OC. <laughs> Guys, y'all, I'm trying, I'm trying. Okay. Gina, I'm about to call this Real Housewives of Gina, please. I can't. I'm sorry. I can't. She drives me mad. The woman drives me mad. She just wants to have an issue so fucking bad. And it's, it's paining me. It's paining me. For Gina to sit there and tell Heather, actually, we'll get there in a second. So Emily, Tamara, and Heather, no, uh, yeah, Heather, all go to get their toes done. And they want to bring up the fact that Heather said, oh, it really like put in a perspective for me of like how other people live, the other side, you know, now I don't, the use of the other side. Okay. Yeah. That I can see how that is like perceived, but one thing that's irritating the fucking shit out of me is these women are acting as if one, they shovel shit. And they do manual labor every fucking day for work. You don't. All of you live in like million dollar, multi-million dollar homes. You're all privileged, right? You don't think about people who shovel shit every other day. You just want to use it because you want to make Heather look bad. One, two. To own a ranch, you have to be loaded. 
Now, I don't know if those people, the people that they were working with just worked on the ranch or owned the ranch, but to work, to own a ranch, you have to be loaded. Okay. To have all that land and shit. Like I watch Yellowstone. I, I, I know about acres in land and money. Okay. <laughs> I was just like, y'all need to drop this. Like you really do. Gina just wants to have a problem with like, she's reaching for any fucking storyline that she can find. She really is. But anyways, um, then we move on to Jen. Listen, Jen, was, I had her first Watch What Happens Live um, appearance yesterday. I didn't realize that Ryan made hashtag dick pic hats, trucker hats, and then brought one to Watch What Happens Live and tried to give it to Andrew Cohen. And he, Andrew couldn't even hide his face. He, his Gemini ass could not even hide his face. He goes, oh, you have merch already. I was like, are you not embarrassed? Jen, is that your man? That's your man? You gonna stick beside him? Okay. Because do I agree with Tamara's delivery? No, I don't. But what Tamara is saying is he's going to embarrass you and he already has. He already fucking has. I mean, please don't make, if my husband made merch based off of a rumor that he was being unfaithful to me, I would be like, don't do that. Don't sell that. It's not funny. So anyways, Heather gets a little boat for everybody and they get on down the sea to Nobu. I wish I could go. Um, And this dinner, all hell unfolds, okay? Gina spends half the episode talking about how she's a tough New Yorker who's gonna bring things to the table and she's gonna call him out. And then when she's airing out her fucking fake grievances with Heather... One of the grievances is she told Heather to watch out for Tamara in a roundabout way. And then she thinks Heather threw her under the bus. Well, Gina, I thought you were here to bring everything to the table and call it out. God, I can't fucking understand that woman. And then another one was when I told you about my real estate license, you told me that your son was going to get a real estate license. He's an 18 year old kid. Real estate is quite literally one of those uh, markets, one of those fields that people from all ages get into it. You can have a really like an older real estate agent who has only been doing real estate for a couple of years, or you can have a really young real estate agent who's like, Oh, I'm getting to, into this right out of high school. Don't be dense. Don't be dense, Gina. That is quite like, she was like, and I'm offended. He's a kid. What if he's offended by you saying that? What now? What are we going to do about your feelings? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't need to say that, but I can't. I cannot. I just fucking can't. And then Emily's trying to jump in and do- on this dog pile too. And she's like, oh, you changed when Tamara came back around. You changed. Emily, you quite literally said at the beginning of the season that no, you and Tamara have not always been in the best place, but you are moving forward with her. You said that. So why the fuck you bringing up old shit? Are you that worried that you missed the trip from having COVID or not having COVID or have whatever the fuck you swear you didn't have it? Please sit down, eat the Wagyu, okay? Eat, grab a taco, like in your fucking tagline. Um, they brought the acting coach along. And honestly, she was really funny. She was funny to have along at that dinner because she was interactive. She said, I'm not going to waste my camera time. And I can appreciate that. Um, so then everybody wants to bring up again that Tamara threw, spread Jen's business around. Tamara did sp- spread Jen's business around, right? No denying that. 
Um, then those two start going back and forth. Do I think Jen is a good housewife? First season housewife. Yes. I think she fits in with this group very well. My issue with Jen is that she doesn't commit all the way. She does. It feels like she doesn't quite understand that she needs to like give in. Tammy Sue handed you a scene and in, instead of her taking it, you could have both taken it. Right. So they start going back and forth about the, the rumor about what, Ryan might or might not have said about wanting to fuck Tamara, whatever. And Tamara knowing that Jen was interested in him, whatever. So it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, Jen, you had the husband, you fucked Ryan. Okay. But, um, Jen's like, you don't want me to go there. You don't want me to go there, Tamara. And Tamara's like, go there, bring it. <laughs> and she just goes, nope, never mind. No, bitch, bring it. I don't agree with Tamara throwing the napkin at her. Would I have done it? No, but it was great for TV. Okay, it was funny. But don't tell me, oh, I don't want to go there. You want to bring that up? And then when I say bring it up, you say nothing. You say, no, I'm not doing this with you. No, then don't say, do you want me to bring? Don't pose the question, babes. If you're really not going there like that, please, please. Um, <laughs> Tamara and Shannon run off. They go to the bar, take some tequila shots, like in true form. And then they come back. Okay. And then we're all getting back into it again. Everyone's trying to call Tamara out. Honestly, it's so funny because Gina and Emily's big problem is that they could not carry this show without Tamara. They were on it Tamara, with Tamara. She left. She had a bad exit. And then they thought that they were going to carry this fucking show without her. And then they bought fancy pants back. They thought that was going to work. It didn't quite work all the way. So then they had to bring Tamara back and they're salty. That's all it is. That's all it is. But I am enjoying this season of Real Housewives of Orange County. Don't get me wrong. Except for Gina. This has to be her final act. It has to be. We, we got to wrap it up. Okay? Oh, that's all I have for now. Um, If you don't want to hear about Love Island, then this is the end of the road for us. Thank you for coming to listen um, per usual. And I'll talk to you next week. If you do want to hear about Love Island, stay tuned. Okay, Love Island. Catherine is out of the villa. It's, it's, I, did I want her out of the villa? No. Did I want Elamon out of the villa? Yes. It's probably what's best. It's probably what's best with Miss Mama because, like, I, I personally couldn't take the public's comments anymore because I just knew the way I knew in my spirit that we were missing things. Context was missing. And what the fuck do you know? What the fuck do you know? Miss Mama came out of the villa, started doing podcast interviews. <laughs> <laughs> let me catch a love island producer let me catch a love island uk producer because you know what i'm gonna say i'm gonna say why'd you do that i'm gonna say look at me come here why'd you do that i might chase them they'd probably they probably run away from me because i'd be like get your fucking ass over here why'd you do that to that girl what don't make a bit of damn sense fucking what's her face uh what's her what's that lady name faye faye a t oh terror an actual terror couple seasons ago they gave her a redemption arc she had twenty five thousand offcom complaints right we're not going to get into that right now i need to tell you what Catherine said on first of all i listened to the love island after um podcast after she got off right this sweet baby angel i don't care what anybody says sweet baby angel is getting interviewed by sam in india and they like keep it light because they're not they're not there to like get into a lot of shit. It's a 20 minute podcast about the episode the day before. She goes, is that it? 
all with all the Scott stuff. And people are like, oh, she's acting. She's acting. This, shut up. And they're like, yeah, why? And she goes, I just wanted to. She starts issuing a fucking apology to the public. I said, y'all are. And Sam stops her. And he goes, Catherine, you do not need to do that. He was and India's like, you do not need to do that. He was like, you went on Love Island and you had the experience of Love Island. That's it. He was like, Catherine, it doesn't need to be all that. I know that you've been getting a lot of flack. And I was like, Sam, thank you. Thank you. Because like some of this shit needs to be kept back in context. And I like know that like we are the trolls of Love Island. Like we as the viewers get really into it. But like this and I mean, this cast has taken it. This is such a good season. It's such a good season. These are all entertaining characters. But at the same time, like people are really coming down on them. And like the overprotection of Scott is killing me because Catherine gets out of the villa and speaks her truth. And I knew this was going to happen. I knew this was going to happen. She's speaking her truth of how she experienced it. And people are calling her a liar. I'm sorry. A liar. I'm insufferable some of you people are insufferable and i just want to say this when it comes to like everybody <laughs> who watches show in comment com- com- commented on it the word undesirable was never used in this show i just i i gotta say that i gotta get i gotta get this on my chest no one has called anybody undesirable what sammy said in the compatibility challenge was that he didn't see the physical attraction when it came to Scott and Catherine and Medi and um, Whitney. Now, that was, it was, we were side-eyeing him, right? Side-eye, side-eye, bombastic side-eye. He deserves that, okay? No one said anybody was undesirable. It's been taken to a point that's too far. Catherine on movie night did not say that Scott was undesirable. That's not what she said. Okay, she said no one wanted you, and we'll get there in a second because there there was context added to that. <coughs> oh my god, I just almost choked. She said no one wanted you, but the word undesirable, she she didn't say no one has ever wanted you because you're unwantable, you're undesirable. We got to strike that word from the conversation because it just didn't it didn't exist, right? So, and she explains movie night. She's just saying. Actually, I think backing up here is more important. She goes on to say, she was like, look, before we went into Casa, me and Scott had a conversation and he was very vocal about if new bombshells come in, he's going to try and get to know them. He's going to graft. If when Casa happens, he's going to be grafting in Casa. So for her, that was just like, okay, we're open. And I was trying to explain everybody as much as I like Scott and I do. When he told Catherine, as of right here and right now, there's nobody else in the villa for me. He could have kept that. He could have kept that. All he was saying is we're going to continue to be in this fucking couple. And everybody was swooning. Everybody was like, oh, Prince Eric. I was like, all he told her was that he was saying I couple with her. Like, what are you talking about? Okay. We're, we're not listening to words because we're getting blinded by the fineness. Right? So she was like, we had a talk. We were going to be open. He, t- he was pretty vocal with saying like, I am going to graft in Casa. And she was like, okay. So when she first got to Casa, she was actually like telling people like, I'm closed off. I'm not like, I'm actually not going to, you know, be on shit. 
when they got their suitcases that the boys were packed now important thing to note here is that scott is a fan of the show and i peeped that a while ago with him he is a fan of the show he knew that he was supposed to pack something like cute sentimental da 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 she got her knapsack her um you know her sack and her bonnet wasn't in it let me tell y'all you may not understand what it is to have a bonnet but if i sleep next to you every night and you got to pack a bag for me the if you only put three things in that bag a bonnet better be one of them i said this on instagram my husband if somebody was like hey giselle has to spend the night anywhere you need to pick three things to get her first thing he's grabbing is my bonnet He's going to pack my bonnet. He's going to pack my toothbrush and he's going to pack me some deodorant because I'm not going to be funky. It's just not going to happen, right? So didn't pack her bonnet. She was upset about that. They had had conversations about that. Um, and then there was nothing sentimental in the suitcase. It was kind of just like a fuck all, like, there you go. And not only that, she thought like there was this jumper in there, I guess. I'm not really sure what... Um, British people consider a jumper because it's not the, it's not the same jumper I'm thinking of. Um, like, you know how they call tennis shoes or sneakers trainers. I don't know what jumper is, but neither here nor there. She thought the jumper was, you know, something, the something sentimental. And she was like random, but okay. Like she was like, I guess she had even done like a confessional where she was like, Oh, Scott's such a shit packer, but at least he packed me this jumper. She walked into the dressing room. Katie said, what are you doing with my jumper on? And apparently all the girls thought it was funny, but to her, she was just like, it like really started to set in that like, wow, he did not give a fuck about packing this bag for me. Now, I also need to comment on this because I, I kept my mouth shut. I kept my mouth shut for a long time with a lot of this shit. I remember I, that episode, that cost episode in particular, I saw people on Twitter, I because I had to watch it after the fact. I saw people on Twitter saying like, oh my God, Scott packing Catherine's wigs. Da, 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 da. We never saw that man pack. I never saw him touch a wig. What are you talking about? Like Delulu, Delu, the delusions are true. And I, I like Scott, I do. But it was clear that he was hyped up because people were swearing up and down like, oh my God, we just saw Scott pack Catherine's wigs. We never saw anything like that. We never saw that in. If you if you did pack me a wig, but no bonnet, what the fuck is the point? You packed me a wig and no bonnet? Why would you? So my wig can get crusty? Please. It really just seems like Scott was just being a fucking dude and like not caring. But in Catherine's eyes, she was like, okay, like, fuck it. I guess we really, really fucking are done. Like, th this is the end of the road for Catherine and Scott, right? So that's when she started to fuck on with Kat, uh, with Ellen. So that happened. And then she said, and again, if people just pay attention, when she walked in, she literally looked confused on her face. She looked confused. And why she was standing 10 toes down is because she was like, you, you told me that we were cracking on. Okay. So around the fire pit when he was like, oh, fuck it, the game's the game. She's like, now you're going to try and make me look bad as if we didn't have these conversations. Like you weren't acting like you weren't going to crack on. So there was one of the Casa girls, I think it was Gabby, Gabby and Tink had sent in a podcast that Catherine had come up to them after they had finished filming the recoupling and was like, who were you guys getting to know? And Gabby was like, well, I kind of was getting to know Scott. And I guess Catherine was like, she said Scott to like the other girls. 
And the people took that the way they took it and ran with it. And they were like, oh, so she knew that people wanted him. I was like, no, people, dense, dense in the brain. I was like, no, she's confused. She's fucking confused, bro. Because she's like, we had this conversation pretty much that that was in the road for us. And then he's standing here by himself calling me a game player. And now, so now I'm wondering what the fuck happened. What the fuck happened? Because like, you look at this man, he's fine. He shouldn't have had a problem getting with y'all, blah, blah. And then that's when she found out that like, he realized, and I, I said that myself. I said, I don't think either one of them realized like what their feelings were together. Scott said it after the fact he literally, and that's why he was coming back to apologize when people were like, why is he apologizing? Why is he apologizing? So they got into that fight. He told her, he pretty much told her to fuck off. Like he didn't want to talk to her anymore. And that he wasn't like, we kind of saw that where he was like, I'm not entering a triangle. Da da da. I guess Catherine had asked him for time to get to know both him and Elam in the same environment, the same way he got the chance to know her, Leah and Katie and like choose her. She asked him for the same, um, you know, privilege. And he said, no, I'm not doing that. And so she was like, okay. So that's why when he came to her, then we, that conversation that we saw, he was apologizing. Cause he was like, I regret ending it so quickly while you were in Casa, I missed you. Like he, like the, everything was there for us to see it, but people lack critical thinking skills and they just wanted to call her mean. So, and that's why she was like, when I'm done, I'm done. It doesn't matter how I feel about you. Apparently, apparently they were like, they had come to a good place. And we saw that right before she left. Cause they sat down and had this conversation and we were all like, wait a minute, what? They had come to a good place. She said that when she, in the villa, if she wasn't with Elam, she was with Whitney and Scott and they had started hanging out again and like all of that stuff. I also kind of low-key think that that's maybe why Scott was single still. Maybe, I don't know. I don't have any clarity on that, but I just was like, damn, they fucked her. Production fucked her. And I'm starting to feel like I believe the Love Island conspiracies that like Catherine, we were never supposed to give a fuck about Catherine. We were never supposed to give a fuck about Catherine. I don't think we ever were really supposed to be giving a fuck about Whitney or Ella. Like those were never supposed to be our core girls. Uh, it's very obvious that Molly is supposed to be our core girl. Speaking of Molly, girlfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend. Molly is 21 years old, so I can give her some grace, but she is dealing with something that we all dealt with when we were 21, which is realizing that the guy that you like, the guy that you potentially may love is a fucking dumbass. Stupid, uh, stupid. Okay. Cause that's what Zach is. He, this motherfucker kisses Katie in snog, Mary pie kisses Katie. At, and then tries to be like, I took the challenge to literally motherfucker. You sat on the couch with Molly and he said, Oh, do I really have to kiss anybody else? Brewski? And she goes, I'm not kissing anybody else. You watched other men in that same child kiss the fucking girl that they're coupled up with. And then like, Tyreek and Sammy each like chose to marry Jess and Ella. So like Sammy was like, I'm gonna marry Ella because she's there for my dude. I'm gonna marry Sammy or I'm gonna marry Jess because she's there for Ella. Like things like that. Like kept it cute and used her fucking brain. But Zach ain't got but a couple marbles bouncing around up there. He kisses Katie. Motherfucker, you could have kissed anybody else. You could have kissed anybody else besides Whitney and Katie. I think Amber kissed Scott on the cheek. Like... And then Katie turns around and kisses him back. I don't care about Katie. Actually, I kind of started being fond of Katie at the end. I'm not going to lie. But, and then Molly is in shambles. 
shambles. Do I think that Scott's, or Scott, do I think Zach's dumb for doing that? Absolutely. But the vim that Molly started giving Katie, girl. And everybody's like, oh, she gave it to, she's giving it to Zach. She's giving it to Zach. This girl literally said she couldn't stand to look at Katie's face. You can't stand to look at Katie's face, but you got this motherfucking clown ass dude in your fucking face, give, letting him explain himself. Girl, you got so much fucking learning to do. I mean, she, mama's 21, so I'm gonna I'm leave it there for her. But wow, she was crying and some more shit at Rita Ora. I was like, girl, please get it together. Oh my God. Oh my God. Um, Whitney, they told Whitney and Lockin that they were voted favorites and it's giving that they're trying to sabotage them now. Um, because then everybody's talking about, oh, they're smug, they're smug, they're smug. We'll get there in a second. Um, but they had to decide between Ella B and... Mitch or Katie and Uzi to send home. They sent home Katie and Uzi. Everyone's like, oh, you made a mistake. You made a mistake. I don't know why anybody cares who, which of those fucking couples went home. I really don't. Why? Because neither one of them are winning. <laughs> neither one of them are winning. Whitney knows that. I know that. You, you lot know that. Okay. So I don't know why the fuck anybody cares who went home over whom. They're not winning at all. They're both in the bottom. There's nothing at this point, we got a week and a half left of this shit, nothing at this point that either one of those couples could have done to make us be like, oh my God, they are winners. No, no. So then Abby, oh God. Guys, I like Scott, I really do. Y'all saved him once. If he, if Abby is his testimony, that's his woman, he, they gotta go. I'm tired of her. I'm tired of her. Tired. And I don't like Mitch. And I'm not saying that Mitch is right. But it, two things can be true here. Two things can be true. Mitch is messy. He's annoying. He's, ooh, I can't wait to be rid of him. Abby is unhinged. She's unhinged. And quiet as it's kept, actually, it's not even quiet. She kept Scott as a second choice. She literally said, if Mitch doesn't want me, I'm going to crack on with Scott. After she just ended it with him. <laughs> Why are we acting like we didn't see that? Why are we acting like we didn't see that? Okay. Scotty, Scottisha, as Whitney calls him. Um, oh my God. When he said, I'm going to marry Whitney because she's my best girlfriend in the house. I was like, oh, they're so cute. I love both of them, honestly. But yeah, I like Whitney was like, no, you're not about to play Scott like that girl. Like you can't act like Scott wasn't your second choice. Girl, girl, girl being Abby. She's very annoying to me. She's very annoying. Guys, y'all know I do not use those terms. Like, un I don't throw the terms unbearable, insufferable around like that. She is unbearable and insufferable to me. She really is. Okay? Because this is my thing. You can't say that you're not bitter, Miss Mama. You are right. Mitch is a snake. Mitch is a fucking joke. Okay? But at the same time, you came in in Casa. You saw how Mitch acted. You saw how Mitch acted up until you got there. And I'm gonna just be so very honest. Up until you got there, I will give you a week and a half before you actually came into Casa because I know they have that holding period for them. You saw how Mitch was. Her and Ella B. So her and Ella B acting as if they are so shocked that Mitch is playing this game and being messy. Please get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Pack your bag. I'm gonna help. I'm gonna help. We don't have much time. 
I'm going to get put your belongings in here and get the fuck out of the villa. I'm sorry. Y'all used him as a ticket. Y'all used him as a ticket into the villa in the stay. I don't think Ella B is attracted to Mitch in the slightest. I don't think she wants to touch him. I wouldn't. Like, a joke, please, okay? And honestly, Mitch being around is more entertaining than Katie and Uzi being around. I'm just going to say what it is what it is. Then that's what that's what Whitney went off of. I say Whitney, like Lockin was there too, but is Whitney, right? So fast forward today, they got to play this shady challenge. Um, they're all trying to say that Whitney is smug because she won um, the public vote. Whitney has a point. Blame the public, not me. Blame the public. Scott's still mad that she called him out and was like, oh, you're taking the easy way out with um, Molly. Baby boy, wait till you get out here with the public and see what we have to say. One, two, Montel just did an interview where he was like, yeah, Molly did ruin Zach's Casa experience. He was like, Zach was ready to crack on with all of the Casa girls, like any anyone that he could. He was ready to be on dirt, okay? And then Molly walked in and was like, eh, nope. Not even close. And some of the Casa girls said that they were willing to talk to him. But as soon as Molly walked in there and was like, she was only on him. So just wait. Okay. Like fucking Zach is all on Whitney shit. Now talking about Whitney has a lot of side comments to make. So do you motherfucker. You're friends with Ty who has the most side comments to make. Shut up. You utilizing one of the five fucking marbles you got in there and you need to be saving them up so you can put together proper sentences to talk to your girl next time you get in trouble. Ugh, I don't like them coming for Whitney. Ella, Ella, shut it down. Girl, you need to get your man. Because Tyreek does talk to her friends crazy and she allows it and I don't like that. So... I see what they're trying to do. They're trying to split up the votes and they're trying to make like people not like Whitney and Ella as much, but it's just not going, we just going to do it out. We just going to do it out. Honestly, I don't care. Um, the, for me, the winner is not necessarily always a winner because like when Whitney comes out of the villa, she is going to be so loved. She is going to, she's getting the PLT um, thing. And I, again, I will say, I hope that they do get the collab out before I get to Beyonce. That's all I'm going to say. PLT, if anybody's listening, just so you know. Um, but yeah, so they get into this argument <laughs> because Ty and Ella called Whitney smug, first of all, and then they get into it about the a shower incident. Are you, oh my God, I've been having computer problems and my computer just went dark while I was still recording this. <laughs> but uh, pretty much Ella jumped in front of, <clears throat> Ella jumped in front of Whitney to get in the shower. And Whitney was like, Hey, we were waiting. How long are you going to be? She was like, not long. And then she proceeded to take a long time. That is a selfish thing to do. Right. And then, um, <laughs> Whitney told her, she was like, you selfish. And Ella was like, you came for my character. And Whitney was like, I came for your character, but you called me smug earlier. And she was like, it's a challenge. Okay, if it's a challenge, she was like, you're trying to play the friendship card, but you don't, you you shouldn't be calling your friends smug in a challenge that's coming for my character as well. <laughs> Whitney literally was like, I meant it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I love her. <laughs> she was like, I meant it. They're going to be fine. They're going to be fine. Like, I have no doubt about it. It was just very annoying to me because Ella started crying as if like, her feelings are the only ones that are valid. I think, and I get it from a Whitney point of view because I, I'm not the person that starts crying in the argument. Like, don't come at me with smoke and then I answer you. 
on like a very level level-headed playing field and then you're getting so upset also also actually walk that back Whit or ella also was like whitney are you the youngest in your family and she was like yeah babe and she goes you can tell in the way you act it's so fucking obvious it was like hold on hold on hold on hold on hold on what the fuck like you can't deny that was not that's not a nice thing to say and she meant that in a rude way okay oh y'all I'm, I've had a, I've had a time with this series, but I'm ready to wrap it up. I'm ready to wrap it up. I'm, I'm gonna be a little Delulu for a second. I hope when Scott comes out of the villa, we hear his side of things and him and Catherine can give it a go. (laughs) I need to let it go. I know, but that's going to be it today. Um, of course, follow me on socials, Instagram at who asked me podcast, TikTok at who asked Zell, Zell is S-E-L-L-E. And then um, leave me a little rating review, five stars, nice review, all the things. Okay. I will not talk to y'all next week. Don't forget that. I will not talk to y'all next week. I'll be in St. Louis next week. I'll talk to y'all the week after that. <laughs>